All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to The Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. If you gamble, use your game sense. Stay within your limit. Go to gamesense.ab.ca and learn more. Joins us uh, after a long weekend. Uh, Spec, how you doing? Did you say labor? I don't like that word labor. Yeah, yeah, I know. Trust me. No, I think I think I said long weekend. So uh long not Labor Day weekend. Oh, no. I don't think I did. But no, when you were given the, the spot for uh, the because Oh yeah, laborers. Man, you didn't uh, want to do the laborer job spot. Have you ever have you ever been yeah, a laborer? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> like what yeah, was that? I had an uncle when I was I, I had an uncle when I was a kid. He built houses, and I okay. worked for him one summer. Okay. And it was real work. Okay. Like, so is that the only time? He, he, yeah. Uh, I painted houses for a couple summers. That oh, was okay. not easy work. No, no. Okay, that's fair. You know, All right. That's not easy work. I'm no. here to tell you. I uh, worked for the city uh, outside, but that's what You're standing on a shovel. Come on. So that's not, no offense to our city workers. We all love yeah, it. I know. We I'm love the really generalization. No. I love it. Did you mow? Did you cut grass back? Uh, for the city, no. I was on the. Uh, I did two things. I was on the. We had this crew since I was a baseball guy. They put me on this crew to, to rehab all the old baseball diamonds. So we'd go out with a uh, big rototiller and oh, chop them all up and all right. put in a new home plate, and fix up the mound, and it's actually kind of fun. You yeah, know? you like that? Okay, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. Too. Then I sprayed chemicals for the rest of the summer and. That's why I think I'm growing a second nose in the back of my head. <laughs> we didn't do a lot of safety concerns back then. <laughs> uh, we're wearing a mask is what you're telling me. Oh, I don't even think we wore a mask, man. It was awful. I'm. This is how old am I? I'm. Let's say I'm 19, so that's about 1983, 4, something like that. We'd spray a field with, like, Kill-X for dandelions. We wouldn't even leave any signs 
behind. Like we'd be pulling away. Some guy'd be walking in there with his dog. Uh. He'd have no idea. We just covered it in chemical. It was. I was saying to my foreman, like, shouldn't we let people know to stay out of here for a few hours? It's a different time, buddy. A hey? different time. Oh my um, god, for sure, for sure. Um, it's a it's a different time. The Edmonton Orders have now won sixteen straight against the uh, the worst eleven teams in the NHL. Uh, their last loss, of course, uh, <laughs> suckily came on uh, November 9th because uh, cost me a hair a hair uh, style that I did not want for a few months. But uh, that's a pretty good run against teams below them. Like, like the good teams beat the bad teams more often than not. But like Boston's 15-3-3. Colorado's 16-4-3. Like they still lost 7 out of 23. Edmonton is now 17-2. and And yesterday was far from their best game by any stretch. But... They really dialed it up in the third period and basically said, "Okay, enough's enough. Uh, we're we're done screwing around." And they won the game. Yeah, I think people have to get their heads on a little street or sometimes. Like I think they expect the Oilers just walk in and win sixty out of sixty minutes against a team like Arizona. You know, it doesn't work that way. Like the other teams trying too, man. You know, they're they're so you lost the second period. The last five games, by my count. One, two, three. The last four games by my count, the Orders lost the second period in every game, going back to that Detroit game. But guess what? Other than St. Louis, they won the first and the third in every one of those games. So, you know what? If you win two-thirds, if you win two minutes out of every three, that's pretty good. Yeah. And you tend to win those games. I think fans have to take their foot off the gas a little and say, hey, the other teams out there, they're trying to win two. They get paid also, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I think where it's um you know, there's obviously some concern when, you know, you, and they just they, now it's Arizona and it's an afternoon game and I get that, but um like they just look so lethargic against Detroit and then turn it on. Uh St. Louis cost them the the, the game. Uh and Arizona they were down. I can see not being great, but just there is a little concern that outside of the Dallas second period because I thought that was a really good period. Um they they've just looked you know, somewhat uninterested. And I do wonder, Speck, if it's a little bit of the, you know, the post-winning streak. You're in the kind of the doldrums. But, you know, you get into late February now. Now there's the excitement here. We're two weeks away from the trade deadline, right? So there's a natural extra excitement. Nervousness, too, maybe, for because the Edmonton owners, there's going to be some guys in the roster today that won't be here by March 8th. That's just a fact. If they're bringing in any money, they got to move some yep. money out, right? So, or guys are going to the minors. That's just a simple fact. So, some guys who are here are on edge because maybe they won't be here. But there's also the excitement of, well, who's coming? So, I, I think as you get closer, it'll be get a little bit easier. And then once the trade deadline's come and gone, now you know your full team. And holy, now we're in a race for Vegas or, you know, maybe a long shot in trying to catch Vancouver and uh, still battling Dallas and Colorado and, and Winnipeg just in case you get out of the Pacific, then you want home ice in the third round. So I think it gets a little easier here to kind of maybe have your focus down the stretch. Yeah, I think you're right. This is that time, you know, before the screws really get tightened down, right? Like from the trade deadline on, it's time to assimilate the new player. It's time to really put your game together. But, you know, so sure. I mean, you know, listen, you just – you can't expect your hockey team, no matter who they are, to play every single game all year and win 59 on 60 minutes. Yeah. Like, sorry. You know, sorry. Yeah, your team here in Edmonton's really good. Like, this is a good team, man. You know, it's a good team. And 
the record shows it. Like, yeah. show if they didn't have that bad start, they'd be right up there with Vancouver. They're an excellent team. I think people sometimes have to just chikai and let's see what happens here. Yeah. Well, since November first, Beck, they got the second best record in the NHL. Only Florida is better. So that's uh, that's a pretty long stretch of the season. Well, no question. So uh, since yeah, like since they put turn their team around, I'm going to use the day they that uh, Chris Knobloch's well, first they have the game, best record, yeah. Yeah, and they've got they've, they're the second best offensive team. They're the third best defensive team. Stu Skinner's numbers are the third best in the National Hockey League among starters. Like, you're not getting much better than that. So you know what I want to say with Boston coming in too, Jay. Like, remember Boston was that team that you want last year. Mm-hmm. They were the best regular season team in forever. You know, and they had the backup goalie. Like, uh, you know, the argument around town is whenever Skinner lets a couple, it wasn't great in Arizona. I get it. And people are like, oh, man, you got to get another goalie. Well, Boston has two goalies. And the best regular season team in forever with the best goaltending tandem in the National Hockey League didn't win a round in the playoffs last year. So, you know what? It's it's not about what you're doing here in, in whatever month we're in, February and January and stuff. It's it's about what you're doing in the end of April. Mark Spector joins us from Rogers Sportsnet. So, Spec, as it gets down, you know, you, you haven't had a trade other than the uh, Monaghan trade in the month of February, and I think that's going to change here soon, uh, leading into the uh, the trade yep. deadline. The orders, like, as it gets closer, do you do you become more convinced of what you think their their big needs are? Well, I know what I mean. We, I think we all know what their needs are. It's the question of they got more needs than. They got more itches than they're going to be able to scratch. <laughs> you know, I want a winger for dry saddle. I want a better third line center. I certainly want a fourth line center. I want other defensemen. Well, they're not getting all those guys. So, you know, I wrote a piece today uh, on sportsed.ca what I'm thinking about the trade deadline. And to me, to me, Holland has got his, he's going to be working hard on a forward. And I don't, uh, Jay, I don't think he can afford a five, six million dollar guy. I think it's got to be, you know, a lesser paid guy like a Scott Lawton at three million bucks. I think he's got, he's in on a forward and he's going to be in on a guy like Tanev. You can afford him because you're trading out CC. And if to me, to me, if he gets his forward, he's out of Tanev. And if he gets Tanev, he's out on the forward. He'll probably end up with a depth forward. It'll be a second acquisition. Or if he gets the forward, He's probably he's not getting Tanev, but he might get a you know a a depth guy like Josh Brown or Zach Bogosian or somebody. But yeah, it'll be a, a better player than a bit player. That's what I'm predicting. What do you think? Well, to me, they gotta upgrade their fourth line. I agree with you. Like, and if they upgrade their second line winger, then and everybody says, Well, you upgrade the second line winner, everybody just moves down. I'm like, how are you fitting them in? Everybody just can't move down to get in a second line winger because of the cap space. I, I you know. Unless you're going to bring in a third team to do that, right? I think it's pretty difficult. So I think if you're getting in a second line winger, it might be Fogle going out because because of cap space, just kind of like at home for Barry last year. I think that's a possibility. So I, I think it's to me yeah. the most realistic are are two depth guys um, in your bottom six and a number seven defenseman. They need a depth defenseman just in case of injury. That's what they need, and uh, and I think that's a bigger need well, right who's now. Who's going out? Who's going to make that happen? I mean, let's say let's say you bring in a, a depth forward and you trade out uh, Connor Brown. Okay, 
Yeah. So now you want another depth forward. Someone else has to go. Who's Sam going? Gagne. Someone off your payroll. Sam Gagne. Someone off your payroll. Okay, Sam Gagne's got to go. And then if you get a seventh defenseman, uh, if those two forwards are washed, you could probably afford the defenseman without sending well, an you actual can, player because, off. Because keep in mind, they could put Phil Kemp on the roster today, Spec. They're not because they're accruing cap space. So they have room for a seventh defenseman. That's right. easy. Okay. So the, I your your theory is, you know what? The one thing about your theory, Jay, it's actually plausible and it could work. I hear a lot of stuff out there that doesn't make sense. Yeah. I like to deal and in reality. I want to say to you, yeah, I know. I want to say to you, too, that uh, that – you know, along my theme that we were talking about earlier, like Kenny Holland's got to be careful. He's got the, in my opinion, he's got maybe the best Oilers team he's had here. You know, it's not perfect. They can use some help. I get all that. But he's got a pretty good team. And if he starts tearing it to shreds and trade, you know, it's not like last year where you trade out Barry and you get Ekholm and you go, hey, man, we're way better. Sure, you trade out CC and you get Tanev. I think you can do that. But you start trading out too many guys here. Start trading out Fogel. You know, a team asks you for McLeod. I don't like that trade. Uh, you know, you start trading out Sam Gagne. You start guys say, I don't need Ryan. Hey, man, these, there's chemistry in that room, and Kenny Holland could mess it up, and he knows that. So you got to be careful. You can't just – the grass isn't always greener. Their fourth-line guy is not always better than your fourth-line guy. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hey there it's michelle norris i'm host of a podcast called your mama's kitchen when i travel i'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when i'm not at home and one of the things i love to do when i am at home is entertain and airbnb allows me to do that when i was in california recently i rented a house that had a great kitchen and when we were sitting around the table we're all thinking we're in someone else's house someone could be in all of our homes as well if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, no, hey, that's fair. Um, but the order's fourth line spec right now, let's be honest here. There is lots of room to improve. I think it's the easiest thing to improve on. Um, you know, I'll keep hammering it, but the 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 Nick Dowd and Beck Malenstein is such a massive upgrade on what you have on your fourth line today. It's not even it's not even a debate how much better that would make their well, team. Right now, Brown's not in your lineup, right? Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take Gagne and so Yanmark out of the lineup, and it's still way better. Yeah, yeah, I like what do you mean, yeah, dude. Have you looked at Nick Dowd's like numbers? <laughs> what, what, what do you? 
you like yeah, about Denmark? Denmark? What the hell does he do? He doesn't score. I watched him play in the playoffs for the last six years and be effective. That's what uh, he does. I guess. Right? He's been in the playoffs for years. And and the next team wants him, and the next team wants him, and the next team wants him. Because when the chips are down, he's a good player. Yeah, but, on your fourth line. Yeah. Not your first line, on your fourth line. So we're looking for someone who we hope can do what we've seen Yanmark do five or six times. So yeah. sometimes you got to be careful on that. Yeah, well, let's be honest here. Yanmark had two good playoff runs, spec for the Stars in 20 and for Vegas in 21. That's it. He didn't do anything for the Orders mm-hmm. last year. Right? So that's like two years. It's good runs. Don't get me wrong. But when I've watched Yanmark since then, like this year, Yanmark, you know, he's got two goals. Neither one's went in off his stick. Um, Like good for him. He goes to the net. Um, This is true. My concern about Yanmark is he takes way too many penalties for a guy who's not on the ice that much. He has the highest penalty minutes per 60 on the orders. Right. And it's not like he's a physical guy where you're like, oh, geez, you ran the guy too hard. Right. Hooking penalty, sticking penalty. So I don't know. I just, Yanmark to me, um, good on the PK, but when I look at other guys like Beck Malenstein, even if he just get, if I don't even get doubt, it's too expensive. I still go out and get Beck Malenstein. He's six foot three, two hundred pounds. He's faster. He's bigger. He kills penalties, and he's way more physical. Like he's got a, to me, he's got a role. I don't, uh, I, I'd be, and I don't think he's going to cost okay. you very much at all. Like I just Edmonton's fourth line got to get bigger, got to get faster, got to get more aggressive. They have zero identity. Like they put him on the line. I'm like, what are they doing? No, they, do they, they do nothing. Yeah. They do. You gotta you gotta push Ryan out of the centerman spot for sure, in my opinion. So hey, listen, that's that's I think all of these things are really doable. Getting fourth line guys at the deadline, you can do that. Sam Carrick's of the world, and you know, I mean Malenstein's a decent player that I question whether Washington might want to keep him. But there's guys. Every team has a pending UFA, they'll trade you for a fourth round pick. Holland can do all that stuff. He's working on the top of his trade wish list yes. right now. 100%. Bottom stuff comes later, close to the deadline. Yeah. Spec, have yourself a great day. We will uh, see you at the rink tomorrow. Sounds good, Jake. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.